Welcome to another episode of the Darren Sargent Show. This is your host, Darren Sargent, and this is the podcast where you get life advice from a single-handed perspective. How's everybody doing today? Today, we are going to talk about identity insights. Stay tuned. Looking forward to diving in on episode number 52 of the Darren Sargent Show. I recently had a discussion with someone close to me, and we were talking about speaking and ministry and life, and they had mentioned to me that someone recently had tried to give them some, I guess I think they tried to give them some constructive criticism about the way that they were doing something. I'm trying to be as cryptic as I can. And I listened for a little bit and it didn't resonate. I know this person well and what they were telling me this certain individual had said to them didn't really resonate with me in light of who this person was and what they were capable of doing. So I, uh, let me just put it this way. Sometimes there's nothing wrong. Let me just say this. There's nothing wrong with constructive criticism. But sometimes you have to consider the source. I'll just leave it right there. And if we allow some, <laughs> I'm going to get myself in big trouble today. If we allow ourselves to be governed by other people's opinions, will never amount to anything in our life. I mean, I I could have I could have spent my life just living it based on someone else's opinion of me or thoughts of me. At some point you got to you got to eat the meat and throw away the bones and keep on rolling. Now that's not necessarily what I've come to discuss today, but it does have it, it is it has prompted me. Let me put it that way. It has prompted me to talk about identity today because it it would be safe to say that all of us, let's be honest, at one time or another in our life have questioned who we are and what we have been called to do in this journey called life. That's human nature. This quest to understand our purpose, I believe, is at the core of our identity and we cannot allow others to shape that identity. We have to allow the word of God, the spirit of God, what the word says about us, what God has already declared us to be, we have to let that shape us, not someone else's opinion. As I mentioned earlier, growing up with only one hand, it would have been easy to allow myself to be identified by what others thought of me or the circumstances that I was born under. There, there are way too many people existing in this world today that are allowing their circumstances to define them. That has never been nor ever will be God's intention for your life. Don't let circumstances define you. Define you. Don't let other people define you. You define your circumstances. You define who you are. Now, I'm a man of faith. I believe faith is at the core of who we are. It should be at the core of who we are as people, but I let God's word impact and influence who I am. Now, there is a there's a biblical account of a prophet that had come face to face 
basically face-to-face with who he was. It happened to a guy by the name of Isaiah. We know his story well. Isaiah was a popular prophet in his day. Some theologians would consider him to be almost like a modern-day Billy Graham. He hobnobbed with the best of the best, the elite, early in his ministry. We know Isaiah as the prophet who wrote so much prophecy about the coming Messiah, but before he wrote all that, we have, an, we have a, a passage of Scripture where it shows us that Isaiah had an encounter with God that literally shaped and defined his future. In a generation where so many are trying to discover who they are, I find this biblical account of Isaiah extremely fitting for today's world. Let's check it out. It starts in Isaiah 6, incredible passage. Let me read it to you. It was in the year King Uzziah died that I saw the Lord. He was sitting on a lofty throne, and the train of his robe filled the temple. Attending him were mighty seraphim, each having six wings. With two wings they covered their faces, with two they covered their feet, and with two they flew. They were calling out to each other, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of heaven's armies. The whole earth is filled with his glory. Their voices shook the temple to its foundations, and the entire building was filled with smoke. That sounds crazy. It sounds like a fire alarm. Let's get out. Verse 5, then I said, it's all over. I am doomed, for I am a sinful man. I have filthy lips, and I live among a people with filthy lips. Yet I have seen the king, the Lord of heaven's armies. Verse 6, then one of the seraphim flew to me, With a burning coal he had taken from the altar with a pair of tongs. He touched my lips with it and said, See, this coal has touched your lips. Now your guilt is removed and your sins are forgiven. Verse 8, last one. This is awesome, absolutely awesome. Then I heard the Lord asking, Whom should I send as a messenger to this people? Who will go for us? I said, Here I am. Send me. Now, this passage, of course, is extremely interesting it reveals kind of a progressive revelation that Isaiah walked through. Now, without going into a full book here or a full uh, podcast episode, let me briefly touch on three things that I believe this moment brought into the life of this prophet. It took a tragedy. It took a crisis, if you will, which was the death of Uzziah the king, to bring this about in Isaiah's life, but look at what it did to him. Look at what it accomplished in Isaiah. There's three things that Isaiah received at this moment. Number one, he got a revelation of God. In the year that King Uzziah died, Isaiah saw the Lord. He saw God in his rightful place. He got a fresh revelation of God. All of us Everyone listening to this, hear me for just a moment. Everything begins in our quest for understanding who we are with this revelation right here. It all begins with God. When you truly understand who he is, when you get a true glimpse of his holiness, it then produces the next step in our understanding of identity. I trust that during this season of our world that we find ourselves in right now, this crisis 
as Isaiah had a crisis when the king died and we are in the middle of a crisis, I hope that you and I are taking the time to truly get to know God, to get a revelation of who he is. It starts first with a revelation of who God is. Daniel said, the people that do know their God shall be strong and do exploits. We don't have time to sit on the sidelines waiting for somebody else to get in the game. Hello, anybody out there? We have to get into the game ourselves, but we can't if we don't know God, who he is, what he has called us to do. The revelation of God led to a revelation. Second, Here's the second point. It led to a revelation of self. It wasn't until Isaiah received the revelation of who God was that the understanding of who he was became realized. Fully understanding who we are will never truly will will never truly be understood without first seeing God and understanding who God is. When he saw God, it was then and only then that Isaiah saw how unclean he was and how much he truly needed God in his life. Listen to me for just a moment here today. True identity stems from getting a glimpse of God in this way, in this proper perspective. Seeing God, getting the revelation of God, his might, his power, his dominion, his authority, should then lead us to seeing ourselves and then getting the revelation of how much we truly need him to go to work in our lives. You've heard me say it. You can only fix what you are willing to face. You have to face your fears. You have to face your insecurities. You have to face your uncertainties. You have to face your failures, your past, and let God begin to do a work in you. And that's what happened. When he got a revelation of God, it resulted in a revelation of self because he said, I am a man of unclean lips. And the angel took a coal from off the altar, which sounds very painful, and put it on the lips of Isaiah because he recognized something at that moment. In light of who God is, I need a lot of work. See, in today's society, I'll get to my third point, hang on. But in today's society, it's all about self. It's all about us first. What can I get out of this? I'm not fill in the blank, whatever. I need more. I need this. I, 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 I. But in biblical accounts throughout Scripture, it always starts with God. Because when you fully get a revelation of God, it always results in a revelation of yourself. And finally, we see a powerful principle that I think applies to where you and I are at today. When he got a revelation of God, it resulted in a revelation of self that then resulted, trying to get my words out this morning, it then resulted in a revelation of purpose. What do you mean by that? Well, Isaiah got a revelation of the mission and the purpose he was called to fulfill. Because at the end of that passage of Scripture, we read verse 8, the word of the Lord comes and said, Whom shall I send? Who will go for us? Who will go and do what I want them to do? Who will go and fulfill the mission 
of impacting and influencing a world that needs changing. And over in the corner, underneath the altar, a hand raised. It was Isaiah who said, I'll go, send me. Use me, God. Do something in me because I know who I am now and I know who you are now and I know why I've been placed on this planet. The mission or purpose was not the first revelatory step that Isaiah took. Some people want to start with the mission first. Well, we've got to, we got to do this. We've got to feed them. We've got to do this. We've got to prepare this. We've got to fix this. No, it starts with a revelation of God that then goes into a revelation of who we are, and then it ends up as a revelation of the mission and the purpose for which you and I have been called. I, I, don't, I don't believe... I don't believe that we are called to just, well, whatever happens, happens. I I don't believe that. This question that was asked by God on who he should send was not something that was asked at the beginning of Isaiah's ministry. It came after Isaiah received these first two powerful insights, these revelations. It only came after Isaiah understood who God was and who he was in the scope of it all. Because once you and I get a revelation of God that results in a revelation of ourselves, it's then and only then that we can answer the call and fulfill the purpose that we were created to fulfill. Our purpose and our identity has to stem from a proper perspective of the God that has called you and I. I trust that all of us can get these revelations and fulfill what we have been created to accomplish. I trust all of us can get these insights and understand why we were placed on this planet. Every one of us have a a divine purpose. We were created with a divine purpose to reach our world, to make a difference, to make an impact. So the question is asked of you and I today. And it comes from this scripture. Whom shall I send? Who will go? Who will step up? Who will impact their world? Who will quit hiding among the stuff and get out there and do something with their life? May we respond as Isaiah respond. Here I am, Lord. Send me. May God richly bless you today. Hope you have an awesome day. And remember, God's got a plan for you. Also want to remind everyone, we have three days left to sign up for Overcoming Limiting Beliefs Mastermind. It's starting the middle of October. Don't miss this. Several have already signed up. I hope you'll join us. Check out the link in the show notes. Have an awesome day.